Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 45 of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me, as always, is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles. Joining us virtually, as always, we have Ryan and Lauren in London, Ontario. Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Uh, today, we are going to talk about off-property hotels and resorts uh, and rooms, I guess. <laughs> um because we talk a lot about, you know, uh, staying on property. I know we, it's one of the things that we sometimes prefer to do. Um, but, uh, but there are some benefits to staying off site, um, off property, um, that, uh, that you may not consider. And it's probably worthwhile, you know, uh, in an age when Disney prices continue to go up, uh, that you may consider some off site. Well, I think. Uh, for sure, more people are saying that they will and are leaning that way uh, for a few reasons right now. Like we've over time seen the advantages of staying on property sort of disappear um, and they're going away, which we talked about on our last episode, like the Magical Express and Extra Magic Hours. Yeah. And I think like right now um, where not everybody is maybe making the same income that they were uh just like due to covid um you know loss of work or hours like i think budget is becoming a real concern and and our dollar still isn't uh, <laughs> Canadian we're still dollar. we're getting there yeah we're, so it's we're still, slowly plowing towards the top there but to consider so i think uh i think more and more people may start to consider looking off property yeah um and let's, uh, I mean, right off the bat, let's talk about it. Um, so Lauren and I uh, from Hamilton, Ontario, have not stayed at a non-Disney resort. I just, I love that bubble. Um, <laughs> oh, we have. It's magical. I, yeah. I will say, I mean, we've stayed at hotels in the area. We have. But that has always been for us. It was like a travel day where we were, uh, we would, after a day of driving, Late at night, we stayed at a at a resort or a hotel that was um, just outside of Disney, uh, and then a couple of years after that, we on again on a trip um, where we were driving, we stayed at a hotel about uh, oh, a little further away. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so our experience with um, non Disney hotels and resorts is is quite limited um, because we at no point in that experience did we stay at the hotel go to disney and then go back to that hotel that night um but we'll talk about some of the reasons i think when you are looking at off property um you know accommodations like the things that you need to consider so i would say uh, like in our past um some of those things have been cons for us yeah. So that's why we've chosen to stay on property. But I could see us staying off property in the future. Yeah. And and to be honest, I mean, um, Ryan and Lauren, you in London, uh, you guys have stayed at a non-Disney resort. Um, and and you've had some experiences with uh, Do you want to talk to reasons why for those trips you stayed off property? Um, in both cases, it was because we were splitting the condo. So in one case we took grandma and in another case we took our friends who had a, a child and the condo that we rented was big enough. There was bedrooms and for the kids to share and um, we all had our own rooms. And yep. then we were able to split the cost. 
um, it was really great for that reason. And it was nice. And they had like kind of a water parky sort oh, of nice. pool area, which was really nice. Um, so, you know, it was economical because we could split the cost and it wasn't super expensive to begin with. I was just going to say, I think like it was definitely economical splitting it between the, the two families. Or I think my mom came once and then a, another friends of ours came another time. But what, um, what I think, uh, was if we were to stay on Disney, even ourselves without other people, it would still be more money for one room versus multiple rooms in a right. kitchen. Yeah. Room. Uh, so splitting it definitely helped, but I think it was still even cheaper than. Yeah, room. it was pretty close. And and the thing is, we hate sleeping in the same room with our kids. So <laughs> yeah, we're all noisy sleepers, and we just don't love that. Well, so, and it's true um, because if you if your kid crashes early. Yeah, and you're not you're, stuck in the you're back, not ready. You're like, yeah, yeah, we <laughs> do. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something to consider. And I do think that budget is one of the first things that people will think of, or that's the first motivator to staying off property. Yeah, which I think I mean, there's obviously non Disney properties. There are uh, a wide range of accommodations available. Right. There are, there are some hotel resorts that are more expensive than your average Disney room. Um, and then there are some accommodations that are less expensive. Um, but I think you sort of have to, it would be good to kind of know what a Disney budget looks like um, so that you can weigh the options that you're looking uh, that you're looking at for a non-Disney resort because if you're going to end up like if you think you're you're saving money uh, and you end up going to a place that is actually more expensive um, you know you're missing out on, on well, some I of think, the benefits. I think you want to look at things I would say with off property um, it might take some more work to just investigate and compare things like resort fees Sure. Um, and just yes. any other do not fees. underestimate those yeah because <laughs> like, they're hidden little buggers especially they if really it's, are if it's per night right like you yeah. might see this number but it or might it be could be per, per night. person right or they might have other other fees like what's the one that they have in niagara falls What's oh, that called? What's uh, that tax? It's like a luxury tax, yes. pretty much. Yeah, which I, I don't even know what that means. But anyway, you can look look for things like that. Um, look for parking fees, which, I mean, Disney has now, but you just want to factor that into your cost. Um, and, and the big one is the rental car. So right. in most cases, you're going to have to have a rental car. There are some hotels off property that will say they have a shuttle, yeah. but I'm sorry, I would not be relying on a hotel that offers a shuttle once or twice right. in the morning, yes. once or twice at night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're going to pay for a rental car, which could be for $500 yeah. for the week, and then you're going to pay for parking every time you go to the park, yeah. every day of the park, you're paying for parking there. Um, you know, it can, it, it, it definitely, um, isn't always very much cheaper at all. Right. Yeah. And you are then spending a lot of time driving. Well, and I know you can, that's huge. Like you have the opportunity for Uber, Lyft, uh, yeah. or, or rideshare, that sort of thing. Um, but it, it totally depends on how many people you have in your party and like, and if they're children that need car seats or not, like yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole other level of tricky. Uh, but yeah, so I think you just have to do, you have to do a bit of homework, um, to kind of look at those costs and, and price that out. Um, 
a lot of people like rental cars when they stay at a Disney resort. Um, but you're not, if you're staying, you're not paying for the park um, parking. Yes. And then also you don't have to drive, but you can use, like we, we have always enjoyed using their transportation. Disney transportation. Um, and I think, but, but some people will see like a lot of offsite accommodations will offer like free continental breakfast. Um, right. Or you might want, like you said, Lauren, like you want all those separate rooms. You want a larger venue. Um, yeah. And you want and a I kitchen. I was just going to cut in there real quick, Lauren. I I agree. You were talking about doing the research and, and kind of breaking it down. I think another thing that you really need to do, like soul searching with your family is what type of trip is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because if this is the go, go, go Disney, we're, we're getting there at 830 and every day until then, you know what? I mean, maybe it's worth the extra cost to stay on property for yeah. the convenience of the travel and just having that stuff. Um, but if I like I think about both those trips that we did a few years ago. Um, you know, we had younger kids who still, you know, one would, well, we'd, we'd hope they'd napped. They, they probably never <laughs> did, but, um, you know, that, that alone to kind of have that, you know, because you're not having, I don't know. I, I find it tough to get a kid to nap in a hotel room when everybody's, you know, coming in and out, going to the pool, trying to watch right. TV where, you know, you got a condo with, you know, two or three bedrooms and, and your own kind of living room area it's a little bit easier to kind of find some quiet time for a little kid. So I think that needs to be kind of taken into consideration too. Absolutely. And if you're not, um, I mean, I think that, okay, the, the places that I would do that I would stay, I think first off that I would investigate and, and want to try off Disney property is definitely universal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause that's yeah. a whole other option that, you know, we talked about in the past as, as an option, but, uh, I think more and more is becoming a realistic yeah. uh, possibility because the prices are more competitive than than Disney prices. And if you want to tack on a trip to Universal, like it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to do that uh, sort of split style vacation, um, I think that's a really good option. And they have some really great yeah. priced family yes. rooms. So not just like they've got rooms that sleep six that are very economical. Yep. Um, Disney Disney just can't touch them yeah. price wise. You know, Cabana Bay. Or we should uh, say they Surfside, won't. Dockside Inn. They won't touch. Right. Them. Yeah, they could. Fair enough. But they fair don't. enough. Yes, fair enough. Uh, but I'd also look at um, the like Disney Springs hotel areas. See, I would figure that, and I and I don't know because we haven't explored it but um but the disney springs hotels i feel will be comparable to like a to a disney room rate yeah probably so so then i'm i'm but at the point might, where but the but the quality of the room may be different right the like it's a different i do know like in general i from what i've read uh is that chances are you will have a more comfortable accommodation right. off uh, like outside of a Disney uh, room because the Disney rooms are like, they're good. Um, but, but there may be more comfort in, uh, in other resorts that are non Disney. Um, well, and, and sorry, Ryan, we stayed at the Delta in the Disney Springs area. Oh, okay. It was a very, very new Delta. And, uh, Lauren actually talked to one of the kind of the concierge guy mm-hmm. up front, and he was talking about 
how if he leaves work 10 minutes late, so I guess he leaves work around three o'clock. Okay. Um, starts his day early, ends his day early. And if he leaves anywhere after three, it'll take him two hours to get home when it should be like a 15 minute drive. That's the thing. Like traffic can be really bad in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's only gotten worse. So when we, when we stayed off property, we were actually staying pretty far away. Like it was a 30 minute drive with no traffic traffic in Davenport. Yeah. Um, so it's okay if there's no traffic, but if there was traffic and there was one day where it was pretty bad, um, man, that's just totally derailing. Yeah. And if, when you have little kids that are starving, like get out of town. <laughs> so um, I I would say that's definitely something to consider. Well, um, you know, what's your time worth? And I would this also vacation, think, right? yeah. like if you are going, if you're driving yourself from your resort to a Disney park, like... It it, de- it totally depends on what time you're getting there, but I can imagine like the Magic Kingdom uh, parking area uh, at the Ticket and Transportation Center, like you have long line lineups of people anytime after like 10 o'clock in the morning uh, where there's just a rush of cars trying to get in. So yeah, you're right. You may have like your resort might be 20 minutes away but uh but then you've got to wait 20 20 minutes to get into the parking lot so for me this this the off-site um option is less appealing for a disney like only vacation disney focused like yeah. if i'm gonna yeah. be at the parks yeah. every day i think that's yes i agree a little a little harder for me to want to like do all that planning um i think if you've like if that's what you do every year, like I, like there are people or, you know, they stay the same place. It's a little, um, that's a little different or they kind of split up their days. Right. Or, yeah. Or, I mean, some people, it, it is just about going to magic kingdom. Like right. they're going to, they're going to stay somewhere in and around the Orlando area drive. Like it'll take them an hour to get to, to magic kingdom. But once they get there, like, that's great. They have their day and then they go back and then there's lots of other things to do. Like it's, yeah, maybe a day at Universal, but probably like some beach days uh, or or some other sightseeing. Like there's a lot to do. Yeah. So I think um, I think it's a good option if you yeah are not just doing Disney. Um, and I think, again, if you're doing one of those larger family trips like extended family trips um it's a way more budget-friendly uh option yeah i think once you get above uh, certainly for disney unless you have five people in your family if it's like in your case if it's just the four of you and and one grandparent like you could technically get into a five-person room but would you want to like how comfortable how comfortable is that going to be I yeah. could not imagine being in a uh, Port Orleans Riverside or <laughs> Caribbean Beach resort uh, five person room. Like yeah. it, it just it you'd be on top of each other. Yeah, you know. And again, people make it work, and that's awesome. To me, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, uh, put that experience on my you know, 70 year old mom. Yeah. No, to, you know, mom, to, you've got to sleep to on the fold down bed from yeah. like, right. under the TV, right. like right. curl Be up a little bit to that. Yeah. You know, here well, you then you're you've sleeping got, with one of the kids. Watch out. The kid. You've got all your luggage too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for all those people. So 
Now, yeah. one of the things that we haven't talked about is the dining plan and how right. in the past, the only way you could have a dining plan would be if you stayed on property. And yeah. so right now they haven't reintroduced it. And I presume at some point they will. Yeah. Uh, but that would also, you know, kind of change my, my perspective as well. If I'm not going to get, if I don't have the opportunity for dining plan, that might very well change if I stay on property or not. Yeah. Well, and do you think like, and this is uh, pure speculation, but um, I mean, uh, at Universal, you can get a dining plan and not stay on Universal property, correct? Yeah, but the Universal dining plan is not good value. No, we of course not. It. But uh, but I feel like <laughs> at the same time, like why wouldn't Disney want to offer something like that? Even if it was um, like not a traditional dining plan, but if it was just like, hey, um, you know, you can pay for a dining card and it gets you, you know, a certain amount of, uh, of meals or, or money towards meals. Well, the thing with the uni the universal plan, I think you don't have to use it in consecutive days. Correct. Like you can kind of Which use it whenever. It at least more flexible. It, it certainly, yeah. Again, neither of the dining plans are, are you're ever going to walk out saving money, in my opinion. No, but it wasn't just it wasn't just the money. It was like what you got with the universal right. plan. Right. Kind of weird. Like, <laughs> right. It's tough. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. It's like here you can get a thing of popcorn or a drink, and you oh. can get yeah. It, it's pretty. I just remember it like God. That's a lot of pop. Like you know, yeah. I don't know. There was just some things about it that didn't seem like they made sense, but. Um, I love the dining plan, not because it saves you money at Disney, but because it makes me feel like it's an all-inclusive vacation. Yeah. You know, us Canadians, here's our yeah. GanCon, the Canadians love the all-inclusive, apparently more than the Americans, I guess. But um, <laughs> I, it, it is like that idea that you don't think about paying. You don't think about the cost. You just get the food that you want to get. You enjoy it because you, didn't, you felt like you didn't pay for it. So um, I'm all for that kind of approach. Um, and I will say, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you'll save money when you stay off property and you cook for yourself. You will not. That is not going to happen because you're going to end up buying a large mustard or like yeah. stuff you don't need. Right? <laughs> yeah. Unless everybody's eating like bologna sandwiches every day. Yeah. 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 Also, like, like, it still sounds like a lot of cooking and dishes. Shopping. I don't yeah, want dish, exactly. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. I don't want to do dishes on my vacation. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't either. But. I mean, well, like, and who wants know. to grocery shop? And yeah. we didn't find the groceries to be like, you know, I find it pretty cheap to eat out in Florida, at least what we used to yeah. be, um, comparatively and certainly cheaper than it was when we went to California. But uh, I didn't find their groceries cheaper. Like it was like we were paying the same amount of money in American dollars. Maybe we were at the expense of grocery well, store. Well, but... <laughs> Publix is more expensive. And I would suggest, by the way, for anybody who listens to us, who's like, hey, we should give you a tip. Tell us what grocery stores are the best yeah. uh, value. Because truly, really, every time we go, we're like, I, this doesn't seem like we need a no value. frills in the US. <laughs> right. Yes. So we need. Yeah. Um, well, so, and I mean, and, I know yeah. a lot of people do order, like you can order Instacart and, mm -hmm. and have it delivered, like your, your groceries delivered. Uh, I mean, all that's going to add up after a while. Um, but yeah, I, I can't imagine that you're saving that much money. Um, just by making all the food yourself and you're and you're gonna pay for it in time to go and either do the shopping yourself or or order it uh and then the effort of having to put it all together plus like i feel like unless you can pack like a compact lunch 
it's that you're going to be stuck carrying around a cooler at Disney and and that's no fun. I guess this And this I know you can't like with coolers, but uh an appealing option though for people who have like a lot of dietary restrictions, sure. right? Like there are there are I people... thought you were going to say a lot of kids. Oh. <laughs> you know, if you have a lot of kids, yeah. maybe then you can eat cheaper. Yeah. yeah. But you know, like there are people who just have very specific needs. Um, like only wanting mac and cheese the whole time, right? <laughs> yeah. But you can have that at Disney. Like, that, yeah. but, there's so well, many so, accommodations Disney makes. It's true. It's true. But I guess the argument to be made about the whole, like, who wants to end up doing dishes and who wants to... Again, if, if you're looking at a cost-saving method, method though, like, you can yes. make yeah. your breakfast. You can do this in the hotel room as well. You can have small breakfast at the hotel room very strategically. Um, but if you're staying at a condo, for example... You know, cereal is way easier to do there. You know, you can have yeah. lots of different breakfast options there. You know, really, you're just paying for lunch and dinner when you're at the park. So I don't, I understand that either way, I feel like you're going to spend that money at the parks. I'm not sure if, if you end up saving money uh, and you end up costing time for the, you know, making your lunches yeah. and your meals for, for the parks. Yeah, because do not think you're going to drive back to your hotel have oh, yeah. dinner, and then go yeah. back to no. the park for <laughs> no. fireworks. You are no. not going to do that. No. Or it's going to happen one time. Yeah, we did it once. and, and It was awful. It was, <laughs> yeah, half of the group didn't end up going back to the parks because I feel they like, stayed back. I feel like I'd be so stressed about making it back on time. Yes. Oh, yeah. And you're actually stressed. Missed... I'm stressed Even like when we're normally. there. <laughs> yeah, we've missed... Um, uh, fast passes because we've gone. Oh back. yeah, yeah. I guess that's one. I mean, that's one of the reasons. I think it's one of the remaining reasons of why on pro- on property, like Disney resorts and hotels, is uh is good is because of how regular their uh transportation is. Um, yes. the ability to go from a park to back to your resort, swim take a nap, do something for a couple hours and then and then get back to the uh, get back to the park is a lot easier. Um, it's it's just so much more convenient than I, it would be going off site or off property. I think like when you're looking at on site versus off site, uh, it's just gonna be such a personal preference and a personal um, like what your personal ideas of, good value and what matters to you right like that's um and and i think people do perceive value in in different ways um right so i was gonna say real quick so i have a trip we have a trip planned for december um for caribbean beach for the four of us in a five person room so that a pirate room don't... ryan finally no not a pirate room. <laughs> those no aren't way. five rooms i won't ever do a pirate room no. <laughs> but um actually i shouldn't say that i would totally do a pirate room for the right price but i don't i, I can't i don't know for what that free. Right price would be i was just gonna say yeah, <laughs> yeah. seven seventeen dollars um yeah. so it is i don't i believe it's like 20 i think it's like 2700 dollars american for the week and it's like December 17th to the 23rd or, or the 16th to the 23rd. So seven nights. And then I found a wonderful condo. Again, not the same, but just go with me here. And it's like 1500 Canadian. Right. And the condo's got a pirate pool and it's 10 minutes from the resort, which by the way, or 10 minutes from the, 10 minutes from the park, which by the way, 
is a bold face lie. Yeah. Don't let any don't any, let anybody tell you their condo is ten minutes from the park because it's not. No. Uh, you're looking at easily unless you're in Golden Oak. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no yeah, one's no one's Airbnb being that. Yeah, right. There's a lot of miss uh or overstating yes. right. understating okay. the distance. So yeah, with that being said, twenty eight hundred American versus fifteen hundred Canadian. That's tough to yeah. Like that's you're looking at like yeah. fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred Canadian difference. Now that, was your was your twenty seven hundred uh, not including tickets? Correct, tickets yeah. were yeah. not included. So or a meal plan, yeah, right. or meal plan, yeah, no, for sure. That's just based like resort stay. That's surprising. So this is a two bedroom, and again, I'm not saying who knows. This is this is part of the the W do yeah. versus the W don't know. There's a ton of condos on VRBO and Airbnb and homestay and all these places. And I understand that there's a risk with this. So I'm not saying that it's foolproof, but I've also said that we've stayed at a few VRBOs that have been very fine and very adequate. And uh, again, one thing that you'll find in Orlando is VRBO. There's a ton of options because there's a ton of people who have bought condos that are looking to rent them out and they have to make them very appealing. So you should find some really nice options. The other thing that I thought was interesting was they have free cancellation up until like two months before you go in the past, those type of rentals didn't have free cancellation because they didn't need to or whatever. Yeah. COVID is now kind of, you know, changed everything. Sorry. My daughter's playing with the garbage can. (laughs) If you want to know how my day is going. So, Anyways, I, I just, it, you know, it's not apples to apples, but it, it's a comparison that I think is worth mentioning because, you know, I look at that price and I'm like, man, I love my Disney vacation. I love the Disney stay. Uh, and full disclosure, we'd probably end up staying longer anyways. But if you save that kind of money, maybe that's why you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be the difference between being able to afford it and not. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Even Absolutely. with a car rental. Right, yeah. like, yeah, or or taking Uber or Lyft, like, yeah, your car rental isn't going to be fifteen hundred dollars to yeah, put you back no. up into that price range. Right. So, and, and I have to eat no matter what, right? So it's not like I'm like, oh, geez, well, whether I rent or buy groceries or I eat or I go out for eat each meal, it's the same difference of doing it at Disney or somewhere else. Like, yeah. I'm probably saving a little bit of money eating off property for some of those meals, anyways. Um, you know, a bagel is, you know, a dollar fifty somewhere else versus three fifty at at Disney. So, so anyways, it's just, uh, for me, when I saw that, I was like, you know, obviously staying on property is magical and I love it and we all love it. And it's why we, you know, talk about it so much because the experience is so, so great. Well, and it didn't used to be, I would say when we looked say a year or two years ago, that kind of a difference. Yeah. Right. price difference was not yeah. there yeah um and there are ways to get deals on rental cars like i get yeah. points for renting yep. with work i i've seen deals where you book your flight and your rental car at the same time yeah. and you can get a deal so if if you could do that it definitely would sweeten the pot well and yeah, i think it, the same goes for some of the hotels right yeah, like, like you can you have loyalty rewards right mm-hmm. yeah or um like sometimes uh if you know somebody who works for like a certain chain they have friends and family discounts yeah um so so those are things that i think people have to take into consideration as well and i always say like disney you know some disney is better than no disney yeah. <laughs> like oh, you know so sure. if you don't stay on property but you still go like you're still getting disney it's different well, and the other thing i would also say though is is right now 
you know, 2021, 2020, we're in a really unique time. Presumably, promotions will come back and there will be, you know, different rates and stuff that you can kind of pay attention to and talk to your travel agent and, you know, try to see if you can can go into the new promotional rate that, you know, can, can sometimes save you quite a bit of money. Yeah. So there's definitely, you know, there is a silver lining. We're not saying that, you know, it's always going to, to be rack rate and you're going to have, you know, the, the most expensive Disney pay. But, you know, I, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of ways to, to get that experience. And honestly, you could also stay for four nights at Disney and then stay for four nights somewhere else, yep. you know, to stay to offset that cost. You know, a lot of people are doing split stays where, you know, and again, same with Universal. Do half at Universal, yep. do half at Disney. Yeah, because I mean, the price per night isn't necess- isn't going to change. Um, yeah, like obviously, I know at Disney, like uh, what Friday nights and Saturday nights are more expensive. Um, but, uh, but you know, if you're going to spend four four nights at a Disney resort and then three nights at a Universal resort, like you're going to save some money that way, um, probably depending on what uh, what type of accommodations you're going to get. Um, one of the things I think it's probably worth mentioning or just reiterating, um, the different types of, um, of accommodations and, and the locations of where, uh, where things are, because I know like you've talked about if you're, there are some condos that are gonna, going to claim to be 10 minutes away. Uh, and sure. Google maps might tell you that at three o'clock in the morning when there's zero traffic, uh, you might be 10 minutes away, but but it's a little bit further. Um, but I know there are non-Disney hotels that are located on Walt Disney World property. Um, and I mean, the, the most obvious examples are things like the Swan and Dolphin. Um, and then all of the, the Disney Springs hotels uh, in that area are obviously on Disney property. They get to be a little bit closer with things like the Swan and Dolphin, I mean, you are really close to a Disney resort. Like, you can walk to Epcot. You can walk to, uh, I think you can walk to Hollywood Studios yeah, from there if you really wanted to. Um, but you could probably also find your way to one of the other resorts and then take Disney transportation. Um, at Disney Springs Resorts, you probably, like, you it depends on the time of day, obviously, but you can walk over to Disney Springs and then take transportation to a resort and like you can save your rental car money that way. Um, logistically a little bit more difficult, but, um, but it is a possibility, but I think it's worth mentioning that like there are, so there are non Disney hotels that are on Walt Disney world property. And then you get this other bubble that is, outside of that i think also the four seasons is on disney property yeah there is one but that like that's a pretty uh like luxurious yeah uh, like that's you're you're gonna pay a little bit more, yeah. <laughs> more but you know that. like those are good i think the other the other reason why you might look at a non-disney resort on or off property is like if you have somebody in your family who can't deal or handle disney all the time uh you know or maybe needs a, a break yeah and doesn't want that um like theming around them all the time like that might be a compromise <laughs> like they can you know you can all have it at the park and then retire somewhere where it's not 
not as much. I don't understand those people. Um, <laughs> I mean, there are certainly, I, I feel like there are some people who you could travel with that are like, you guys go to Disney. I'm going to stay here at the resort sure. or I'm going to go do something else, but I just can't handle Disney in general. Yeah. And yeah, again, um, I don't know too many of those people, but, uh, but they certainly do exist. And so, yeah, if you're going, if you're traveling with, people who may have different um different things that they want to do or accomplish in a vacation uh maybe you don't have to stay on disney property my answer for the people who don't really want disney all the time is coronado springs yeah (laughs) that's a whole other podcast but like that's that's sort of anyway we can well, talk about that can, another time actually speaking of the podcast i think you actually is a great uh topic but real quick i'll just tell you a story we stayed at a we had a condo we stayed at our condo and we had friends who they're not huge disney crowd fans right um but they had they had a certain amount of tickets i forgot how many tickets they had but but we we, we had all decided that we were going to go to epcot and we had just done magic kingdom a day or two before and we got up early and they're like, oh, we're going to go like later on. And so we're like, okay. They're like, just go. We'll catch up. <laughs> and we're like, okay. And of course, this was not our first rodeo. Yeah. yeah. And so we go, we get there. And of course, this was, I'm trying to think if this was uh, fast pass on the phone or was this like grabbing fast passes? This is how long ago it was. I don't know. Must have been, it must have Paper been fast, fast passes? I, I, I think it was phone i think it was phone but but it was um because we weren't staying on property we hadn't booked ours or something anyway so we had like found got our fast passes and then we met them later on in the day and they were like oh you know we went to mcdonald's we cleaned up the condo they did all this stuff i I doubt they'll ever listen to this if they do they'll make fun of me forever (laughs) but we were like oh my gosh you're in florida first of all (laughs) and then you go to mcdonald's you clean the condo and then you don't show up to epcot till like 11 or 12 and then they were like yeah, it's really busy, and we didn't get any of the rides we wanted. And we're like, yes, of course. Why do you get up and go? Yeah. And so, and and the point being, it's so funny when they stayed, they like we were there for like ten days, and they stayed for like the seven days in the middle kind of thing. So like the day they left, we bought an extra ticket and extended our our, uh, our trip one more day because we were like, we have to do this without other people. Yeah. So it's a really good point if you are going to stay with another family, really like either love them like they're your like family and be okay with whatever happens or make some guidelines on how that trip's going to go <laughs> right. because I establish love your friends. expectations. Yeah. I, would... I, I think the trick is actually to set the schedule Yeah, and yeah. say, yeah. this is what we're doing. Yeah. You do what you want, join yeah. us or don't. Exactly. Yeah. But like, it's better than humming and hawing. About, yeah. Right. Agreed. Oh, are we going to do this today? What do you yeah. want to do? Yeah. No, this is the plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got grumpy a couple a couple moments because I, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. But instead of telling people what I was going to do, I was like, well, do you want to do it? And then I was being very <laughs> passive, hoping that they'd be like, yeah, let's do it. And the truth it. was they didn't care. Yeah, right. they didn't care. But, but, so, uh, but it is a really good point. Like, you know, saving the money and staying with a family on, at a condo can be a great trip <laughs> that you'll have, like, memories of forever. Just don't ruin the friendship. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. We yeah. much so, prefer our our friends who traveled with us who hadn't gone in many, many years. And they were like, you guys just tell us what to do because we want to experience as much as we can. Like, we'll just do whatever you tell us to do. Yeah. And, it, and it, obviously, I mean, 
for for us who like to plan um it made it so much easier to not have i mean obviously we still had some sometimes to be like uh, what do you want to do like do you want to go here do you want to go do this like i think yeah like we did split we had, up a couple times we split up a couple times and we had some flexibility in terms of like i mean we've done our fast passes so now like do you want to wait in line for for something here or do you want to get something to eat and um and so we had some of that flexibility, but yeah, it was a lot easier when they just trusted us to <laughs> take care of the planning and uh, and sorting out when. Well, yeah, and I mean, you also have to keep in mind it's not it's not just your vacation, right? It's, yes, it's everybody that you're going with, sure, and, and that's going to play a part in deciding where you stay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like it's probably uh, it's probably worth talking about some of the things uh, like we can't really I don't think it's worthwhile for us to get into specific um, off property or off site hotels and uh, and what we think of them uh, necessarily. Right. I mean, you guys have had the experience, obviously, um, but we collectively haven't stayed in so many places that we're um, experts in in what place to go and how cheap it is or how, how good the accommodation is. Well, and I would say the other thing is, who knows how it's changed because of COVID. That's right? true. I'm wondering how many, how many um, VRBOs have sold. We oh, actually yeah. had a VRBO booked. We were supposed to be there over Christmas. You've probably heard me lament this already, <laughs> but um, it's it's on the market. Oh. So I went. I was looking, and I thought, oh, I wonder if we could book it for next year. Or what's happening? No, you can't. So would you like to purchase are, it? There'll be uh, yeah for six hundred thousand. Oh um, yeah. Uh, chances are there'll be lots of options, but they may have changed. And, and yes. some of these host hotels may have changed. Yeah. And sometimes you see a hotel upgrade, right? Yep. Like it, it gets bought by a new company and then the price changes and the amenities change. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've stayed um, at a condo complex and we've stayed at a couple hotels off, off property and, you know, they're fine. It's, I think there's lots of nice ones out there, but um, I think, actually distance and travel time and all of those other kinds of things have an impact. Oh yeah. Yeah. I th and I mean, we've covered it certainly. I think for Lauren and I, we would probably consider an offsite hotel for a, a, a couple of reasons. Like one, if you're traveling with a much larger party that getting two or three rooms is just, uh, it's just not financially feasible when you could just get one condo that has enough space enough room for all of you um i would also consider an off-site hotel if disney wasn't going to be the total focus of our of our time like if we weren't looking at disney every day and uh, or like you know if we were there for eight days and four of those days were disney days like maybe you could consider that um but if you're there for eight days and all eight days are going to go to disney parks like I just I just don't see how it's how it's feasible. Or if we're priced out of Disney. 
Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> like the, the third. That's the third possibility is if we are priced out of Disney resorts, it's just not financially feasible for us to stay on property anymore. Then yeah, obviously we would look at other accommodations. But I know that once you get into the really value, like there are value resorts or there are uh, places that give you a better value, and then there are like the dirt cheap places, and. I have chalk out chalk outlines on the uh, lobby floor. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and can I just I just want to jump off that real quick because one of the things that when we talk about some of the some of the things that I've heard over years on why people want to stay off property is well it gets you know the, the so and so gets free breakfast. Well, there if, are no free breakfast people. No, right. they are no. They are dodgy eggs and, <laughs> pack, you know, muffins in packages. Like, no, right. no such thing as free breakfast. Dodgy eggs. Yeah. If, yeah, if the, if the breakfast is crap and you're not going to eat it, it's not worth it. No. Um, and, other thing and is. And chances are you're going to pay for it in a resort fee anyways. Exactly. And then the other thing, the other couple of ones is like, we talked about read the fine print regarding resort fees. Yeah. Um, because you might not realize you're paying it until you show up. So really check that out. Make sure there's no resort fee at the bottom near your taxes there. Again, uh, companies like Expedia, all that kind of stuff, they they try their best to show you the whole fees, but make sure you expand but, the columns. To, and like, sometimes, see it all. sometimes it's just an asterisk that says yeah. there are resort fees. Yeah, that or you there might be resort fees. Or there might or, be resort fees. Yeah. In which case, it's like, yeah, there are resort fees. You're yeah. gonna pay them, and uh, chances are you should do a little bit more research to figure if out what those are. If they're offering you discount tickets to the park. Uh, high chances that it is a timeshare uh, yeah. viewing that you have to watch. I'm like serious. This Please is, don't do it, it. Yeah, don't don't give up a half day of pres- high pressure sales to go to the parks at four o'clock in the afternoon. It's not worth it. Um, other one is I feel like this is like honestly I feel like this is like my time to shine. Uh, the other one is like the shuttle. Like again, we talked yeah. about this, but briefly the the shuttle. If it says free shuttle to the parks, honestly, call them or Google it, figure out like what that actually looks like, because Lauren is absolutely right. If it's a shuttle at eight o'clock in the morning and a shuttle at 10 o'clock in the morning and a shuttle at eight o'clock at night and a shuttle at 10 o'clock at night, and you have a five-year-old and it's two in the afternoon and you're like, what the fudge am I going to do to get back? (laughs) That's why you see those kids screaming. Yeah, you're then, exactly. You're then going to pay an Uber or whatever to go back. So I, now... I feel like I'd be even it'd be even worse for me if it was like there's a shuttle that leaves at 10 o'clock in the morning and it comes back to the resort at five o'clock in the afternoon and you don't get to go for any evenings in any park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that well, would be and, devastating. And it, and it could... And it could very well be, right? Or they share a park with another resort and based on like it's uh, these. And, and the reason why I say this is because. I personally, just like Ryan, like all four of us, obviously we're huge planners. You know, it's, it's a gift and a curse at the same time. (laughs) So me personally, I would rather stay at a condo in which, and again, condos, some condos come with resort fees. So I'm not saying they're perfect, but I like the freedom of being able to kind of like a la carte my whole trip and get a rental car and kind of like have that freedom. I would truth. I would never want to rely on a shuttle from an offsite property. Yeah. Yeah for my travel through Disney. It's just too, there's so many unknowns. Especially in a um, place that's unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, and yeah. also I am, I'm somebody who's like always anxious about like missing it. Uh, yeah. And then what? <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so you're like, okay, well then I got to be there early. So that's, you know, more time that you're not 
spending in the park. Um, but yeah, I would be hesitant to want to, I would probably find an, any other option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really think that that's something to, to really keep in mind because that's one thing that Disney does so well. Uh, and universal does too. Yeah. The internal, internal transportation system from resort to parks is just so well done. Uh, you're right. If you miss the 430 bus to Epcot, you know, the 450 bus to Epcot might show up at 437. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, it's, you're, you're not, you know, you're not, you, it's highly unlikely you're going to have to stress about missing um, a major chunk of your park time because the bus doesn't show up. It's just, it's, it's just highly unlikely. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about it too, about the the perks of staying on site, which have dwindled uh, over the years in terms of like, uh, obviously there are Disney parking fees. Um, if you're bringing a car, um, the, the loss, we just talked about it, the loss of Magical Express uh, in 2022 and uh, and the changing of extra magic hours to only being half an hour at every park in the morning. Um, I will say that uh, Disney transportation from the resorts to the parks is still such a really strong draw for me personally that uh, that it that's like my last remaining perk. So if if Disney does away with that, then like, I mean, it's it's fair game for anything, really. Um, but but yeah, I think. There are lots of pros and cons for both, uh, both options, and it really depends on your your personal trip, what you're looking to get out of it, um, what you can afford to get out of it, and uh, and sort of who you're traveling with. But yeah, all the reasons that uh, that Ryan listed as well are just things that you need to be aware of um, if you're choosing to stay offsite. Um, you just need to you need to be a little bit more in the know. Well, and, and I guess this would be just a really good advertisement for talking to your travel agent um, because, you know, they're they're hopefully going to be able to help you negotiate or not negotiate, navigate, I guess would be a better word. You know, what's the best option for you? What's the pricing? Um, you know, ask them their input on, especially, again, you really should talk to a travel agent who works with Disney. Um, yeah you know, because they're going to know timing and, and all that kind of stuff. So definitely I would recommend that. Uh, but I agree with Ryan. I, I really think that it really just depends on what type of trip you're going to have. Budget is always a huge consideration. So definitely, you know, that's important. We've had great trips off property. And I think you guys are probably right. If the trip is not mainly or, or, or solely focused on Disney, then maybe staying off property makes sense. Um, because I, I know both of the times that we've done that recently have, were wonderful. So uh, definitely lots of great options out there. Yeah. I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think that I think we've covered quite a bit of... I think we've covered the things that you want <laughs> to The things you have to figure out. And I think that's we've right. come to the conclusion that we still like on property. Yeah, so we haven't been convinced otherwise. I, I mean, probably because... The likelihood of us, apart from uh, an eventual trip to Universal, uh, which is will happen at some point. Um, yeah, I definitely like want to stay Universal, at the resort. We've been to Universal in the past, but yeah, I'd love to stay at a Universal resort. 
um, and go back to Universal. Cabana uh, Bay, Cabana Bay, Cabana Bay. <laughs> sometime in the not so distant future. But for us, the majority of our trips are Disney trips. They they are focused on Disney, and so because of that, staying on site at uh, at a Disney resort hotel is. Um, it seems to be the best plan for us. I feel like personally, budget wise, and I know not everybody has the flexibility, but if it's like, uh, I can't, I can't quite afford uh, to stay on property right now, I would probably be like, well, if I save up for another three or four months, could I do it then? I, yeah, I think, I think that uh, staying on property is something everyone should experience for a Disney vacation. Oh, but for sure, I also yeah. think like, uh, to each their own, because there's a lot of people out there who have stayed on property and have then stayed off and haven't gone back. You know, like I think, yeah. Again, it's a it's a personal preference. Um, so I think it different things work for different people. Um, but I'm sure we will try the I. This is just a a brief footnote because we're not really talking about it. But like Disneyland, I mean. It's totally different. You stay off property. You, have, you almost <laughs> have to stay off property. Yeah. That, and and we were going to. Game. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, just just kind of a, an interesting comparison, right? Like where the good neighbor hotels are. It's vastly different. In, and yeah. in abundance and across the street. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes closer to the entrance than yeah. the Disney hotel. So anyway, uh, that was that was a different ballgame. And when, when we were planning our trip uh, that was canceled due to COVID, like we we were going to do both yes and we're excited about about both so anyway yeah just wanted to put that out there but yeah i think we've kind of covered everything that we hope to cover yeah i think it'd be really great to hear from any of our listeners who have experienced an off-site or off-property um disney trip like how was it for you did you find that you were close enough uh did you drive did uh, did you rely on other transportation to get to and from the parks? Um, we'd love to hear from you. So if you go to our Facebook or Instagram pages, um, do a search for Dole Whips and Double Doubles and you can't miss us. Uh, find the find the link for this particular episode, episode number 45, and leave a comment um, just letting us know your experience or your recommendation. If it's something, if you had a really good experience at an off-property or an off-site hotel, then, or... Uh, or condo absolutely let us know we'd love to hear about it um while you're thinking about our podcast if you enjoy the podcast uh why not subscribe to it in whatever way shape or form you listen to your podcasts um it really helps us out and if you could give us a rating along the way we'd be happy to happy to get the feedback plus if you really love the podcast share it with a friend because we're slowly making our way up the uh, the list of top travel podcasts in Brazil, and we want to make our way <laughs> even even further up that list. Sure do. <laughs> but that's it. Um, I want to thank you so much for for joining us for this particular episode. Um, on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips, Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Thank you.